There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh. I hope everybody is having a fantastic day and getting ready for that weekend. That's right, the weekend. The end, the two days of the the seven-day week. The five days of work, the two days of play. Organized and designed by globalists. Henry Ford and the Rockefeller Foundation where they began to mold into government and formulate good, hard, obedient workers. That's why we have the weekend. That's why we look at it like that. Did you know that uh, the majority of heart attacks, 82% of all heart attacks in people over the age of 40 happen on Monday? Isn't that interesting? On the the most stressful days of the week because of uh, this paradigm that we have ourselves in due to this uh the social engineering that has occurred over the last hundred years you know i'm a i'm a someone who agrees with the the four day work week as well as the four hour work day <laughs> so four hour work day four hour work week unfortunately my, my i do um i do monday through friday so I get Saturday and Sundays off. I could have Tuesdays and Wednesdays off if I wanted to. But I definitely adhere to like the four-hour work week. Uh, I mean, do well, maybe maybe six to eight hours a week of shows. But that's okay for me. That's, that's, that's fine. And I recommend that. I mean, if anybody's interested in that type of stuff, you should definitely look into it. It alleviates your stress levels massively. And I know what you guys are thinking. Well, I can't do it. You know, I need to, to pay my bills. And I'll say, you know what? Listen, I'm telling you. Is sometimes in life, you just have to take that chance. You have to take that opportunity. You have to write down your goals and your dreams. And you have to say, you know what? This is what I want to do. This, this is what I want to do for a living. And if you adhere to those goals and you write down what I do is I, I set goals and I write to-do to lists. And so I kind of not map it out, but I, I map all the obstacles that are in front of me to obtain those goals. And then what I do is I put my head down and I move forward and I go through those goals and I make them happen, right? And what you find out is that what you wanted to do, what your dream was, wasn't necessarily what your dream will be, is that it'll evolve into something completely different. But at the end, the state that you're in will still be the same. You'll be happy. You'll, you'll come out of it and be like, whoa, I, I can't believe it turned out this way, but it did, and look at this, and look what I've accomplished. Just some words of uh, wisdom, I guess. If, if you're out there and you're straining away at a nine-to-five job and, and you're miserable in life, if you're not miserable in life, if you love that, if you love working the nine-to-five job, then don't change anything. The objective here is to be happy. It's to be in a state of happiness. And talking about happiness, um, we, we got some really good news yesterday. Later tater, CNN cancels reliable sources say that Brian Stelter has been fired from CNN. <laughs> we know that CNN Plus was a massive flop. Um, my show 
my podcasts and shows get more views in one day than they got in one month. And CNN Plus flopped, and CNN is having massive money and financial problems, as well as rating and viewing problems. Nobody wants to advertise with them because, well, they're just, um, well, nobody watches them. (laughs) They're just kind of like noise in the background at the airport is kind of what CNN is. So I think we'll probably see a lot of their show host being let get, let go here in the coming future. Talking about uh, show hosts, I don't know if you guys know who uh, the author and podcaster Sam Harris is. He was on a podcast the other day, and he was talking about the 2020 election. And he has sparked massive anger from the MAGA crowd. Um, he argued that any potential scandal related to Hunter Biden pales in comparison to what we already know about former President Donald Trump. He said Hunter Biden literally could have the corpses of children in his basement. I would not have cared, Harris declared in a now viral clip on what's called the trigon- trigonometry podcast. He goes, first of all, it's Hunter Biden. It's not Joe Biden. But even if Joe, even whatever scope of Joe Biden's corruption is, if you, if we could just go down that rabbit hole endlessly and understand that he's getting kickbacks from Hunter Biden's deals in Ukraine or whatever else or China, continued Harris, laying out some of the allegations surrounding Hunter Biden, none of which have been proven. Uh, that That's actually highly inaccurate. He goes, it is infinitesimal compared to the corruption that we know Trump is involved in. It's like... It's like a firefly to the sun, right? I mean, like there's, like it just doesn't even stack up against Trump University, right? Trump University as a story is worse than anything that could be on Hunter Biden's laptop. So, so Sam Harris says that Hunter Biden could have corpses of children in his basement that are on the laptop, and Trump University is worse than that. Does Sam Harris know the story behind Trump's university? Donald Trump's company, investment company that takes care of his investments, licensed out Trump's name to a third party to basically create a, uh, a school and education center, a university during a time after Congress passed a law allowing private organizations to basically get into education. The company ended up just failing miserably and Trump was on the hook because he was liable because of the licensing agreement. And he paid out uh, millions of dollars for it. How is that worse than having a, a, a company that Trump probably didn't even know anything about? He's had thousands of companies. A company that Trump knew nothing about. That's worse than, than Hunter Biden literally having corpses of children in his basement. That's worse than what we know is actually on Hunter Biden's laptop. Do, do you want to know what's on Hunter Biden's laptop? There's pictures of Malia Obama at the age of 16 having sex with Hunter Biden and doing cocaine at a hotel room right down the street from the White House. There's pictures and video of Hunter Biden. You ready for this one? Having sex with his then 15-year-old niece on that laptop. And, And Sam, right here, believes that that's not bad as compared to Trump's Trump University and the crimes that we know Trump has committed. What, what crimes has Trump committed? He has been convicted of zero crimes. I heard someone arguing this point the other day and they're saying, well, he's a rapist. Donald Trump's a rapist. And the guy was asking her, well, well, who did he rape? 
when was he convicted? Well, the courts are the courts are set up. Oh, okay. Well, who did he rape? What was the name of the lady? Well, well, there, there's a lot of them. Well, well, give me one name. Well, well, yeah, I- exactly. Are, are you talking about the stripper and porn star who sued him and then eventually had to pay him over three hundred thousand dollars back in legal fees? Because she lied and made it up? Yeah, that that one. Oh, okay. See, the, the problem is, is most people, when it comes to Donald Trump, is they they take hearsay. They take propaganda, perpetuated like from stations like CNN, and they relate it to truth. Probably because they want to believe it in some way, shape, form, or fashion. People always wanted to be accepted by their group or accepted by their social structure. And progressive liberals, this is, this is how they operate. It's a close, tight-knit group that utilizes the same echo chamber of propaganda over and over and over again. And, and that's what it makes it sometimes very, very fun for people like myself and you who, who know facts, who can go out there and state sources who can go out there and pull up references on the spot and say, actually, that, that's not true. Um, I actually, a, a friend of mine who is now a Trump supporter, was a former liberal Democrat. Um, this was when Trump was still president. We were, uh, I, I think we were at the, the Denver Zoo or something of that nature. We were on a business meeting. We were just kind of meeting. So over oh, at the, uh, what is it? Uh, oh man, I forgot the name of it. Anyways, we were on a, just a quick business meet, and uh, we started talking, and she goes, oh, I, I, I dislike Donald Trump, and I was wearing a Trump shirt. And I said, well, why is that? And she goes, well, he's a liar, he's a cheater, uh, you know, he's a racist, he su- openly supports the KKK, um, and he, you know, he called all, all Mexicans rapists and murderers. I go, I go actually, that, that's highly inaccurate and, and not really true. She goes, oh, Really? She goes, no, it is true. And I said, oh, really? Well, well, hold on. Let me explain this to you. And then I kind of gave her a background of human trafficking, of what comes over our border, of how 72% of all traffic over the border, human trafficking and drug trafficking border over the border, actually stopped during Trump's administration. Then I explained to her that what happened in the Carolinas with Trump's speech pertaining to the KKK, is that he wouldn't condemn BLM, Antifa, or the KKK, or anything of that nature, because he says that there's probably good people in all those organizations. And she goes, well, I didn't know that. And I go, well, that, that's what he said. And I pulled up the soundbite. And she goes, oh, well, well, that's different from what I heard. And I go, that's because the news that you got that from had taken that message and misconstrued it. And I said, well, how about this one? When Trump was giving a... Sp- oh, man, we're going we're gonna to have to come back and talk about this here in a minute. We'll be right back with more Dr. Light Show right after this. Hey, guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. 
For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. Everybody's All right, we are back with the Dark Delight show, and I was finishing up a story there about a conversation I had with a liberal Democrat who is now a conservative. And what I was showing her is that things were not as they seem. And so I started talking about the, the, the Trump comment of where she said that he's called all Mexicans rapists and murderers. And I said, that's actually not what he said. Uh, that's taken way out of context. And she goes, oh, really? Are you going to show me this soundbite, too? And I said, yes. And I played the soundbite for her where Donald Trump says that most people who come to this country illegally are really good people that are just looking for better opportunity. And we urge those people to come here legally. But he goes, some of the people that come over this border, they are cartel members, they are drug runners, they are human traffickers, they are murderers and rapists. And those are the ones that we're trying to stop. And she heard this and her mouth dropped. She goes, that's not what I heard him say. And I said, that's because the media that you're getting, the news that you're getting it from, is re-editing these sound bites to make it sound like Trump is a madman. And she was blown away by this. And so one thing, and I call this red pilling, that's why I do the Red Pill Project, is you have to find common ground with people that you talk to and you communicate to. You have to get them to realize not that you're right, okay? You don't want to condescend to people that you're wrong and I'm right and this is why. That's how most people debate and argue. Very similar to the, the call yesterday, right? That Very similar to how people argue. Instead, what you want to do is you want people to see 
the flaws in their communication. Not necessarily their side of the communication, but the information that is coming into their sensory organs and how that information is manipulated to manipulate them, to brainwash them. Because here's the thing, is if the information that people are getting is bad and they're accepting it as truth, very little blame can fall on them. Now all they need to do is change their information and they draw a new perspective. So we begin to see this uh, transition. Instead of just accepting what we hear and see, we can now hypercritically analyze the information that comes in. And this is what I showed her to do. And this is what I recommend people do with all the information that comes into their senses. If, if you can show somebody this, Show them that the information coming in is manipulating them, that is made to manipulate them. They'll get scared and they'll begin to change those habits. Mike from Macedon, what is up, man? Yeah, Josh, did I hear you correctly earlier say there's evidence on Hunter's laptop that he had sex with Malia Obama and, and had cocaine with her? Yes, there's a picture of her credit card and there's pictures in that same sequence of him with a very young girl that, uh, yeah. Well, that's big news. Well, it, it, well, that's been out since 2020. So about August of 2020, when the first drops of Hunter Biden's laptops first started coming out, a company called Lude Media, which is a Hong Kong billionaire um, who is pro- democracy in China, um, he, he started releasing all these on his channel, a lot of the Hunter Biden stuff. And that was one of the ones in the fold. Well, it certainly blew me away when I heard you say that. I never heard it before. It, it's a crazy world. And see, that's the thing. It, is You are sitting here in this world. We're talking about information and, and disinformation, right? We're talking about information warfare. It is that you're sitting here and you're very familiar with the Hunter Biden story and you've never heard of this. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yep. And I mean, that's just the beginning of what's on Hunter Biden's laptop. Uh, the majority of the copies that are out there are only uh, about maybe a fifth of what's actually on the laptops. The emails are the interesting part, but uh, a lot of people in the conservative community have stopped a lot of these influencers from releasing this material. And we believe it's because it's potentially going to be released before the midterm elections, especially the more um, <laughs> harsh information towards Joe Biden. Um, I mean, you know, people didn't know that Ashley Biden this is Joe Biden's daughter, had a diary. This is what Project Veritas actually got raided over by the FBI. So someone handed over Ashley Biden's diary to Project Veritas, who Project Veritas then went and contacted the FBI, told them what they had, and said, here, you can have it, we don't want it. And then a year later, they're raided over it. Well, what was in uh, Ashley Biden's diary? Um, some interesting stories about taking showers with her father, Joe Biden. Some interesting stories about trauma and sexual abuse. 
But see, none of that reaches to the public because they have to shelter these politicians. And it doesn't matter if it's Republican or Democrat. It's only when this is leaked out in mass to the media that it can be stopped or that it can't be stopped. And if you remember, during this time that Hunter Biden's laptop information was coming out, this is when the big purge of social media happened. Most of the social influencers, including Donald Trump himself, were ejected from social media. So, Mike, I appreciate the call, man. Thank you much. I uh, appreciate you listening. And, yep, we'll, we'll be getting a lot more of those bombs dropped, as, as you will see. Because there's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of things happening out there. And, yeah, it's uh, pretty disturbing to hear that about Hunter Biden. Um, there's also other disturbing information that I've, uh, got through sources that is on that laptop that it was almost like Hunter Biden was writing a diary of his life. So one day he could go back and take down everybody who hurt him. See, there's a theory out there that Hunter Biden, um, is a severely traumatized individual. And I don't think it's really a theory that he, uh, he incurred much, much trauma after his mother's death and that he blames his father for the problems in his life. And that he has, uh, basically documented all the crimes that he and his father and his family have committed over the years to release them. Many people believe that uh, the two laptops that Hunter Biden dropped off to a computer repair shop uh, was done intentionally. That Hunter Biden did that as like a call for help, which I don't, I don't doubt. And I mean, someone who has had that bad of a, a drug problem, who's been traumatized that much in life, who has his life threatened probably on a daily basis by the cartels in China... And by Russian mobsters, I don't doubt that uh, he would just want it all to end. So uh, pay attention because I think more information is going to be coming out about Hunter Biden. Because you know what? As we look at this, what, what just happened with the raid on uh, Trump's Mar-a-Lago, this was apparently related to Crossfire Hurricane. If anybody doesn't remember what Crossfire Hurricane it is important to refresh up on it. I had to go back and refresh up on it. But... Basically, what happened is Hillary Clinton starts coming out and saying that Trump is working with Russia. She goes out there and pays a guy by the name of Christopher Steele to create a dossier of fake, false information on Donald Trump, who is a former, Christopher Steele is a former MI6 agent. And he goes out there, he gets a hold of some Russian dudes, Ukrainian dudes, Zashenko is one of them. And they start getting all this dirt on Donald Trump. And none of it's true. All of it's just made up. Uh, they utilize people in the, uh, the tech industry and their contacts through the DNC to start basically forging um, banking transactions. There's a tech industry uh, executive that was involved in this. And they forge banking transactions and all this different stuff. And they create this uh, this dossier, this portfolio on Donald Trump's Russian collusion. And then a guy by the name of Kevin Kleinsmith, who was a lawyer at the time for the DNC, as well as working with the FBI, handed the dossier over to the FBI. 
At the FBI, they had already set this up, a CIA operative by the name of Peter Strazek, who was dating a lawyer at the FBI by the name of Lisa Page, is the one who took on the case of the dossier, which is interesting because Peter Strazek and Lisa Page were working Hillary Clinton's email scandal right before Donald Trump's Russian collusion. And they ended that case, I believe it was August 3rd, 2020, and then August 7th, they took up Donald Trump's case. And they closed Hillary Clinton's email case without a blink of an eye with no charges pressed. We're going to talk more about Crossfire Hurricane and kind of how all this comes about here in a minute. Uh, we'll be right back with more Dark Light Show. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight show, and we're talking Crossfire Hurricane. And, and kind of where it was was in, in around the August time theme where Peter Strazek and, and the FBI, which Peter Strazek was not a member of the FBI. Uh, it, it was found out he was a member of the Central Intelligence Agency working under John Brennan, who was placed in the FBI. And he opened a counterintelligence uh, investigation on Donald Trump at the time, and this allowed them to go out there and get FISA warrants. Now, the documents that they utilized to basically authenticate all of this, that was approved by Comey, Rosenberg, all these people, was this steel dossier, which it has become known. It's this dirt that Hillary Clinton, the DNC, paid for from Christopher Steele Dushenko to do dig up on Donald Trump, which was completely fabricated. They go out there, they use this to open the investigation, then they also use it to open up FISA warrants against General Michael Flynn, Carter Page, and all these people. So, this is, in a sense, the weaponization of the FBI. Now, Donald Trump gets elected, he goes in there, and then we have the Mueller investigation. We have the impeachment trials. And they keep on bringing up Russia, Russia, Russia. But if you remember the Mueller, Mueller investigation, this showed absolutely zero collusion from Donald Trump with Russia. There was 12 Russian hackers that were indicted through the Mueller investigation. You want to know the interesting thing about those 12 Russian hackers? They showed up in the United States of America. And they presented evidence that they were not a part of what the Mueller investigation was talked about, and they were let go. That's right. They dropped all the charges, but you don't hear about that. And the Mueller investigation found absolutely no collusion whatsoever between Donald Trump and Russia. Now, there was some things with Manafort, but Manafort was set up by the DNC. And many, as well as many of other people. So basically what you had is you had a counterintelligence operation that was creating false documentation, false information, right? 
throwing spies out there and planning them in the Trump campaign to basically get people to talk about stuff they probably knew nothing about or maybe say yes here or no there. It was a complete setup. Now, this was known later on as Crossfire Hurricane. As these documents started to be revealed, you can thank people like Devin Nunes, Congressman, former Congressman Devin Nunes, and people like Cash Patel for the release of those documents. It was actually Devin Nunes who, who helped get a lot of this information out there. Uh, it was his endless hours of research to, to really dig this out. Now, one of the interesting things is we found that a lot of this, uh, a lot of the information was held in a DNC server. And this is the Democratic National Committee server that was actually in Ukraine. Now, where was that server? It was at, it was at a company, okay? It was at a company called Burisma. Now, isn't that interesting? is that the DNC had a server at a company called Burisma in 2016. Didn't Hunter Biden work for that company? Wasn't he on the board of directors to the Joe Biden's quid pro quo from 2014? Yes, absolutely. Now you go to Trump's perfect phone call with Zelensky where he asks, do you have the server, CrowdStrike? And CrowdStrike is a cybersecurity company that operated the server out of Burisma. And now it starts to all fit together. What Trump was really doing is he was laying the groundwork. He was setting up the Democrats. And they tried to impeach him over that phone call. Imagine that. They tried to impeach him over that phone call. So what's really happening here? Right now, we have the Durham investigation moving forward with the investigation into Crossfire Hurricane, the weaponization of the DOJ, the intelligence agencies, and the basically the false story that they created about Donald Trump, which has ruined his reputation. It's it's slander with malice, right? Massively. As well as they impeded on his presidency. He should get those four years back, according to him, and I agree with him. But basically, Donald Trump declassified a binder of information towards Crossfire Hurricane. He declassified it originally on December 20th. The FBI came back, wanted some redactions. He accepted the redactions and then hereby declassified it. I got the the document right here. January 19th, 2021. Memorandum on declassification of certain materials related to the FBI's crossfire hurricane investigation. It says right here, I hereby declassify the remaining materials in this binder. This is my final determination under the declassification review, and I have directed my attorney general to implement the redactions proposed by the FBI January 17th submission returned to the White House on a properly redacted copy. Done. And so this is the binder that Donald Trump has, which does what? It implicates the FBI. It implicates the CIA. Shows that Peter Strzok was a CIA agent, which is illegal for him to have an open investigation onto... Um, any American citizen, it, it goes in there and shows the weaponization by the Obama administration of the DOJs on investigating Donald Trump in the first place. It shows how Congress and Senate colluded with the intelligence agencies and the DOJ to try to take down Donald Trump. That's what's in this binder. And so the FBI authorized their own subpoena, Wrote the subpoena, authorized the subpoena, went to a judge who just recused himself. By the way, 
the judge recused himself, Judge Reinhardt, in, Jan, in June of this year, recused himself from the RICO trial that Donald Trump has with Hillary Clinton. And then signs the warrant for the FBI to go take the evidence that Donald Trump was going to use in the RICO trial. This is massive politicalization, weaponization of the Department of Justice, of the FBI, of the Biden regime. And it's not going to end there, guys. It's going to get worse. And so Crossfire Hurricane, it's not very complex to understand. Understand that uh, one political party has weaponized law enforcement and the courts against another political enemy. And they are trying to take him out, to kill him, without killing him. But they will probably get him killed. I've already predicted that most likely Donald Trump will be arrested around November time frame, probably November 3rd. And if he is, and they do take him away in handcuffs, that he'll most likely be Jack Rubied. He'll be Oswald, right? I, I'm just saying, I, I, I hope that doesn't happen. I, I don't want Donald Trump to be arrested. I want Donald Trump to be president. I want Donald Trump to come back in. But there's a good potential that they're going to indict him and that they will try to detain him. I think that they're going to ultimately fail. I think that the the Democrats' plan is ultimately going to fail. The reason I say that is because they are backed into a corner right now. America is an awoken lion. P- more people are awake than ever before. The you notice how like last uh, two years ago during the election, you all you heard about was new registered Democrats and new registered voters. Notice this year you don't hear that. The reason is is because they've lost over two million people from the uh, Democratic registrations this last year. Good job, Joe Biden. And, and Joe Biden's job is going to get a lot tougher, and he's probably even not mentally capable to even understand what we're talking about here. But there are certain events that are going to happen globally nationally that are going to affect the state of this country economically socially politically right now this is this is one of the most interesting stories that i've seen yet because i've been saying that this was going to happen i knew that this was going to happen and i've been telling people to watch for exactly this and now it's actually happening When Russia first went into Ukraine, there was a lot of rhetoric going about pertaining to nuclear war or nuclear fallout. Now, I've always said that the only way that NATO can go into Ukraine and fight against Russia, instead of this proxy war that they're in, is for some type of bio-warfare or nuclear incident to occur. The other day, we had a lot of uh, attacks occurring on Russian uh, arms depots. And these were done with sophistication of technology that Ukraine definitely does not have. Which we know Western nations' technology was utilized. Um, Russia is pretty angry about this. But at the same time, when they did this, Russia put out a press release. Their military put out a press release. Russia has told its workers station as at the Zaporozhia nuclear power plant not to go to work on Friday. Uh, Andrei Yusov told NBC News that he had received information that Moscow had ordered Rosatom, the state-run nuclear firm, 
Officials have steered clear of the facility, which has become a main flashpoint in the war of Ukraine. Russia's defense ministry has also warned it could shut down the remaining two operating reactors at the facility because of alleged Ukrainian shelling. It comes after Russia accused Ukraine of planning a false flag attack on the nuclear power plant. And so this is Russia coming out and saying that Ukraine is bombing their own nuclear facilities. They're bombing their own nuclear plants to produce a false flag to blame it on Russia. Why? Because they want to get NATO involved. So NATO comes out and NATO says urgent need to inspect Ukrainian nuclear plant. UN's atomic watchdog wants to be allowed to go into this nuclear power plant in Ukraine and wants Russia to completely leave it. Says it poses a serious threat to the safety and security of this facility and raises the risks of a nuclear accident or incident. In Ukraine, they're practicing nuclear drills. That's right, they're preparing for all scenarios. They have public service announcements. They are doing various different planning. See, this is what happens when you set the narrative. See, NATO needs to get into Ukraine and go against Russia to stop their forward aggression into Eastern Europe. Now, whether you agree with this or not, I know there's a lot of the older generation who look at them as commies, who look at them as the Cold War enemy. Um, a lot of that was propaganda and disinformation. I'm not saying that communism is ba not bad. Communism is freaking horrible. But what we're talking about here is Russia, in this sense, is stopping Nazism from rising up in Ukraine, which has already taken place. They are dismantling the biolabs that were created by Western nations in Ukraine that were developing genetically targeted bioweapons. Okay? So, in a sense, I agree with what Russia is doing to a certain point. NATO wants to stop them because they're making NATO look really bad because NATO was involved in the funding of these biolabs. NATO was involved in the genocide of Slavic people. That's right. NATO is not a good guy in this situation. The United States is not a good guy in this situation. The people of the United States, I think, are good people, but their government has done some atrocious things globally. It's also been semi-confirmed, and this comes from one of my good friends, Dr. Tal Braun, that uh, the, Rus the, the U.S. biolabs in Ukraine were the ones who actually started the gain-of-function research on COVID-19, on coronaviruses, on the SARS-CoV-2. And then it went to Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and then it went to Wuhan. But it started in Ukraine biolabs. And so I think what we could potentially see is NATO take action against Russia with some sort of attack that occurs in Ukraine on one of these nuclear facilities where you have nuclear fallout, you have people get affected and die, and then NATO has the green light to go in through the international community, which will just be atrocious if that happens. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Dark Light Show right after this. Hey guys, 
guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot, supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight show. And it's funny, too. I just I just pulled up the Drudge Report. And the first thing that you see on the Drudge Report is nuke disaster fears grow. Putin warns catast- uh, cata- catastrophe. Families flee fallout map. And see, this is what they're trying to do. Is they're trying to blame a nuclear incident on Putin so that NATO can get involved. Ukraine was shelling their own nuclear reactors to blame it on Putin. Isn't, isn't that crazy? I mean, just, just think of how much chaos is going on in the world right now. Absolutely just crazy. And what does this all happen? What, what, what's this all coming to? What is this all moving towards? Well, when chaos begins to ensue, it begins to self-organize, and it comes to a, a head, to a pivotal point where the chaos must transform in some way, shape, or form. And it usually happens with some massive event that culminates. And I think that this is what's happening here in the next few months. I think that a lot of this is going to come ahead in the next few months, right before this midterm election. Um, if it doesn't happen before the midterm election, I mean, there's, there's multiple scenarios. We talked about this on the podcast the other day. There's multiple scenarios that can happen with the midterm elections, and it depends on what happens geopolitically and geomilitaristically. China and Ukraine, or sorry, China and Taiwan, Russia and Ukraine, 
Um, we have the global economy. We have the supply chain. We have severe weather. We have droughts. We have fertilizer and energy crises. You know, it's interesting to think about this because think about all the problems plaguing the world right now and then think about the four years with Donald Trump. None of this stuff was present under Donald Trump. None of this. We didn't have droughts. We didn't have supply chain issues. We didn't have the threat of nuclear war or or global conflict. Isn't it interesting in just 18 months of Joe Biden, we have all that. Now, I know somebody would probably yell at me and say, I told you so. No, 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 no. This has all been working in the backdrop for a very long time. We were just fortunate enough that we had a break from the madness. There's something out there that's known as the 16-year plan. And that was eight years of Barack Obama and eight years of Hillary Clinton, of which Hillary Clinton would usher in a nuclear war with Russia, and then a virus would hit, and then the New World Order could finally take over after the destruction of the United States of America because of a nuclear war with Russia. If you go back to Hillary Clinton's rhetoric before the 2016 election, she was talking about putting up missile defense shields in Turkey in Ukraine against Russia. And Putin said that that we'll go to war over that. And she didn't care. She kept on pressing it. And there's a lot more to this story that I have. I can't get into it in two minutes. But understand that Hillary Clinton's primary job when she got in the office, if she got in the office in 2016, was to start a war with Russia. Very similar to what's happening right now. And see, right now what we're seeing is the delayed plans from 2016 being reorchestrated. So we know what they're doing. We know what they're going to do next. They are trying to usher in their great reset, the new world order. And to get the whole world into a world government, you have to have some type of global conflict. And the conflict has to severely disabilitate the various different governments of the world to the point to where the people beg for communism. They beg for government assistance. They beg for peace. And this this is what we're headed towards. This is where this is all moving right now. And so, you know, we had the smear campaigns on Donald Trump because he was an infiltrator. He he was a person that was not selected to be in that position. Instead, elected. And they don't like people who are elected because you can't control those people that have everything they've always wanted and need nothing from you. But, you know, I do believe that Donald Trump is still fighting for us and that there's going to be information released. There's going to be disclosure of tons of amounts of information before the midterm elections. I think that this is going to be utilized in, in the sense to take down the, uh, the deep state and allow them to not be able to cheat in the midterms. We know that the Democrats won't give up that easy, that they're going to they're gonna come back after us, that they'll probably declare martial law and, and secure power in this country because they can't give up power. And we know that they can't give up power because if they give up power now, they're never going to get it back. And that's the truth of the matter. Is that's why the Democrats have their backs against the wall. Because they know that it's over for them. That if America truly did decide, they would never get power back. America is made up of good people. It is a great country with a very beautiful history. The people who have given America a bad name are the scum of the earth. 
they are the evil. This is infiltration through philanthropists, billionaires, globalists, multinationalists, elitists, occultists. And they've sought to destroy the United States of America once and for all. But then we go back to what we talked about this week. Will America stand? Will America stand to the occasion? Will they get loud and proud? Will they stand and vote? Will they come out in such overwhelming number that the Democrats can't do anything? That cheating doesn't even matter. You know, there was 100 million people in the United States that were of voting age that didn't vote in the 2020 election. Just, just putting that out there. Isn't that crazy? All right, guys, that's all I have for you today. This is the Dark Delight Show. We'll be back with you Monday with another episode. Take care. Have a great weekend. Thank you.